very, very long-standing tradition in this community. It goes back over 25 years that we give some of our seniors the final word on the year. And I'll tell you, this is bittersweet every year. One of the worst parts of doing this is that every year having to say goodbye year after year after year to people who have become very dear to us. Um, but we have asked a handful of seniors, just a, a small handful of our seniors, uh, to pass on some parting wisdom, some encouragement, some advice uh, to those of you who would come after them. And so in just a moment, we're going to hear from them. Um, you don't need to turn there, but in, I think often about Hebrews 13, verse 7. I won't, I won't quiz you on it, but and <laughs> Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. It, here's what it says. Think about this for a moment. It says, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And I think about that year after year after year that we have leaders who graduate, who have pointed us to the word of God. And I want to invite you tonight, even as they share, to consider the outcome of their life, their 22 or 23 years they've logged, um, and want to invite you to imitate their faith and to become like them. And so, so in just a moment, um, you're going to hear from, I think, eight of them. We've asked them to be very brief um, and to pass, on, uh, to pass on wise advice to you. And so I want to invite you to give them your attention. And afterwards, we're going to pray for them and send them off from here. Okay? So with that being said, first I'm going to invite up Mr. Colby Sleek. Man, it never gets weird seeing you guys from these, this angle. Uh, but yeah, uh, for probably the last time, uh, my name is Colby Sleek, and I'm a senior studying mechanical engineering. Um, I, I've got two things that I want to leave you guys with. Um, number one, look around, and you can pick out mul multiple staff people sitting, sitting out there. Take advantage of them. They are some of the smartest people and some of the nicest people at the same time. I can think of many times where I've given, where I've asked Clay for advice, um, you know, he and, I, he and I just have a great relationship. He's someone I can trust, you know, and I, I can say the same for any staff member. Um, I encourage you to take advantage, take advantage of them, pick their brains, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then number two, uh, kind of a bit more broad, don't be afraid to take a chance on something. You know, you never quite know where it'll end up. The biggest example I can give is I said yes to, lead, to leading the sound team last year. I knew nothing. Um, in fact, I still don't know a whole lot, but, you know, here we are. We are. We're here. So that's all that matters. Um, but you know, don't be afraid to take a chance. You never know where it'll end up. Thanks. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> Hello, people. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Seth Thompson. <laughs> when I first joined crew, I was very quiet, anxious, and dealing with a lot of mental health issues. I remember there were a lot of days that I wanted to quit going to crew and just spend time on my schoolwork. However, I didn't. <laughs> I kept attending crew events, and I continued to push myself. In the time I've been in crew, I've grown a lot as a person and in my relationship with God. I have learned how to handle my own anxieties better, how to really spend quiet time with God, and I've learned that a good community of people, what a good community of people looks like. Crew has shown me that there are people in the world working to make it a better place. 
that despite all of the hard seasons of life, that people continue to have hope in God, and when they can't, they work to build that hope back up again. In the time I've been alive, Crew is the only place that I have seen a community like this, a community of people that loves each other very deeply and loves God unconditionally. So if there is one piece of advice that I can leave you with, it is to take advantage of the community you have here because you may not get the opportunity like this again. I hope Crew can impact all of you in the same way or in a better way it has impacted me. Thank you. There we go. And that's my roommate, sitting next to my other roommate. And our kayak couldn't make it. That's our fourth roommate. Sorry, he's kind of shy. He doesn't like to get out very often. But I'm Matthew Boyd. And uh, some things I just want to leave with you guys is invest in this community. Look around. This is your, these are your people. This is your community. Continue to invest in each other, continue to hold each other accountable to higher standards, and to just continue to be there for each other. I don't know where I would be without this community. Uh, some of you heard my 180 story last week, and I went through some tough times in college. And if I didn't have this community to fall back on, I don't know what would have happened. So this community has been in just a huge blessing. And I want to encourage you guys to continue to take charge. I mean, having a student gather and organize a 24-hour prayer night and everyone following through on that, that's awesome. Having underclassmen leading our Bible reading team and our prayer team, that's awesome. Continue to take charge. This isn't the staff's movement. This is the students' movement. So as students, continue to take charge. Spread the love of, the go of Jesus and the gospel to this campus because this campus needs it. And I wanted to read a verse to you guys, uh, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Keep encouraging each other. Hold each other accountable. I mean, seeing how this movement's grown this year from when I was a freshman through COVID and stuff, it's been awesome. Thanks. Alex Porterfield, everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, as Matt said, I'm Alex Porterfield. I'm a senior. Um, I guess that's pretty obvious. But um, yeah, just wanted to share with you guys something that I see in you guys already, uh, but want to encourage you guys to keep on doing. Um, one, uh, so rewind about a year and a half and I had my most impactful, uh, discipleship I've ever had. Um, I came in and I asked, um, what does it mean to love someone? And I had a pretty shallow idea, but I got pointed to first John. Um, and yeah, it's, I've, I've heard it called the, the book of love. Um, so I got pointed there and read it all the way through, and I want to read you two verses from the book of John and then the book of 1 John. 
Okay, John 15, 12 through 14 says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down their life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. And then 1 John 3.16. If you ever want a good verse, just go to a 3.16. They're always good. First John 3.16 says, Little children, uh, that's wrong. By this we know, love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our, our lives for the brothers. Um, so, I figured out that day that love is sacrifice. Uh, we see it acted out by Christ through his ultimate sacrifice for us. Um, yeah, that, that literally saved us from, from death, from sin. Um, and like I said earlier, I see it in you guys already. I see you guys taking steps of faith. Um, I see you guys doing evangelism. I see leading a whole prayer night to, to think bigger. Um, but I just want to encourage you guys to keep on, keep on loving each other. Uh, keep on loving the people around you in your classes um, because we have the perfect role model to, to look to. So that's all I got. But thank you. So for those that don't know me, I'm Brianna, and I'm a grad student here at OU. Um, I'm graduating next Friday, so this sadly my last 180, which is so sad to think about. But as I reflect on this last year, I have learned three big things I would love to share with you all. But first, I want to thank my brother Nathan for drawing me to crew in the fall of my senior year. <laughs> He's probably going to be a little embarrassed for that. But without him, I'm not sure that I'd be up here with up here speaking with y'all today, so thank you, Nathan. Which leads me to the first thing I would love to share with you all. It's never too late. It's never too late to join crew or to start building your relationship with God. As a senior, I went with Nathan to see what crew was all about, and I have never looked back. Crew has been one of the biggest blessings in my life because it has shown a light on my life, and it has showed me how I can have a relationship with God. He is everyone's friend. As He is everyone's friend. As I've grown in my relationship with God, I have realized how amazing God's grace is. I have, struggled forgiving, I have struggled with forgiving myself for past sin, but I have grown in my faith. I have, as I've grown in my faith, I have learned that God forgives me and still loves me. First John 1, <laughs> um, 6 through 10 says, if we, ha- if we say we have fellowship with him and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from the unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So this this verse speaks truth whenever I'm struggling with forgiving myself. So if that's something that you're struggling with too, turn to 1 John 1. Obviously, it's a really good chapter. (laughs) Lastly, I have learned that God provides. He provides time when you are struggling to find the time to get in his word and forget about the never-ending assignments that are due. He provides the opportunity to share God's love on mission trips, and he provides you with the knowledge and words to share his love with others. 
God provided me with this amazing community, and I'm so thankful for it. Thank you for all. Thank you all for pouring God's love into me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> My name um, is Sunjun Lee, and I'm an ex-phys major um, pre-med. Um, I've been with crew for a while, and I learned a lot from you all, and also from living life on campus. Um, I have a lot of advice I could have given, but if I were to limit to just one, it would be this, um, that God looks at the heart. Um, now, this might sound terrifying for some of you because you might think that God sees that you do things with the wrong motives or you fail to do something, then God would be disappointed in you. And while it's true that we shouldn't do things for the wrong reasons and that we should strive to live a holy life and um, we should let these things convict us, I strongly believe that God does, um, doesn't condemn you for these things, especially if you're saved already. Um, God wants you to be free from guilt, and he will help you with that through the Holy Spirit. On the flip side, this might be encouraging for some of you, and it was for me. Um, I have depression, and I suffered two major cases of it during my college experience, one of them which I'm currently struggling through right now. Um, I struggle a lot with feelings of worthlessness and helplessness, and even so, but even so, I know God is with me and is the one sustaining me. He meets me where I'm at and encourages me through families and friends to keep going and to stand strong. For me, that means getting out of bed and making sure I'm eating and letting my professors know what, know what I'm going through. Um, this might seem small to some of you, and, and if you asked me last year, I would have, that would have been barely a task for me. Um, but God knows that currently I am struggling, and though small, that is my step of faith. He knows that I try hard with what I have, and that's also why comparing ourselves to other is pointless. Um, we're all at different stages of life, and some of us are called to do a lot, while others are, are called to do what is seemingly small tasks. Regardless of the actions, God sees your heart and sees that you are doing the best you can to honor him. I promise you that when you give your all to God, whether it's out of wealth or out of poverty, God sees that and will honor that. Life is hard thanks to, thanks to our broken nature, but God is good and all-knowing, and whether you succeed or fail at something, if done for God, he will understand and will still love you and sustain you. Thanks so much for listening, and I pray that you'll all live more freely and with much encouragement. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. So I'm Jacob Lloyd, and I'm nine days away from being a chemical engineer. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, you only get, have, to be brief, there's a lot of things I could say, but I really can't say too much, so I'm going to try to say something. Um, so there's a couple of things I do want to say. First, I want to say thank you to everybody in this room, to all the staff, and uh, just all the students that came before me that you know, aren't here tonight because they've already graduated. Because you know, to bump off what Colby, Seth, and Matt said, like the staff and the community, it's just amazing here, and it really does mean a lot. Um, it's helped me grow a lot uh, over my time here at OU. And so, you know, if you can talk to them, just spend time with the staff, it really is worth it. It is awesome, and you can get so much. Um, and so with that, the second thing I want to say is, you know, um, when I came here, I was the only kid from high school. 
and because uh, I'm from out of state. And so, you know, um, I, if you haven't figured out, I'm not really social. And so the first weekend when I moved in was one of the hardest weekends of my life. And I remember on the Sunday, my mom telling me to go check out crew. And I got involved, and it was the upperclassmen that, you know, reached out and talked to me and, you know, got connected with me. And that's why I really stuck around, and it's paid dividends. You know, I think about, you know, like, I mean, I'm not going to be coming back. For anybody, but for anybody that is, like, you know, we get comfortable in our friend groups, and we like to, you know, hang around, hang around with people we already know. But for those new kids coming in, you never know what they're going through. You never know. It may look good on the outside. I could walk out of that dorm room and look all fine, but I was not fine. And so, you know, just to be able to connect with those new freshmen and just kind of, you know, bring them in, it can mean a lot to them because you just don't know what it looks like. And so, you know, I just think back to that day and where I'm at now, and it was, I would, probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those guys actually trying to be my friends when I didn't really have friends when I came here. And so that would just be my encouragement to you, whether it be here, coming back, or you're just out in life. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. So try to connect, try to you know, foster those relationships because it really does mean a lot. And so, yeah, thank you all. I appreciate it. I'm going to miss you all a whole lot. If I haven't had the chance to get to know you, my name is Emma Gobert. I'm going to be graduating in the fall, so I'll still be around for another semester, but I wanted to take this opportunity to, to speak some words of wisdom to you all. First, I want to thank you all for making co-leading 180 so much fun. It's been an absolute blessing to lead with Matt and all of the other servant leaders that make Thursday nights possible. And now I want to tell you three things that I've learned from my time in crew. Number one, take advantage of the community that crew offers you. I know this has been echoed from all of the other seniors, but seriously, speaking from experience, the people in this room can be some of your best friends in college. I want to challenge you to be bold and get to know someone around you. Number two, take that step of faith. When God places an opportunity in front of you, don't hesitate. He knows what he's doing in your life, and he's not going to let you down. Like Sunjun said, we're all at different stages in our life, so that might look different for all of us, but just don't hesitate. He knows what he's doing. Number three, take a breath. College is stressful, and you're going to have days when you just feel like giving up. But take a breath, get into the word, and reconnect with Jesus. You got this. I want to leave you with Ephesians 3.20, which Chad echoed earlier, but God can do exceedingly, abundantly more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. You got this. <laughs> Thank you, seniors. Um, you're going to be deeply missed. This time I'm going to invite Casey Hoffman, uh, my co-leader, down. And um, Casey and I are going to do something that we do not do, uh, no, really ever, but once a year here. And so we are going to invite the seniors in just a moment. You can stay where you're at, and I'll give you some direction here. Um, here's what's going to happen is we're going to invite the seniors up. I think the best place we have, I think we can fit you guys kind of right over here. Um, one of the things that we're going to do is... Um, uh, Casey's going to say a couple words, and then um, I am going to commission you. Uh, uh, really, I'll, well, I'll, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll explain in a moment. But Casey's going to say a few things. We will commission you, and then we are going to pray for you as a community. Okay? And so I'm going to hand it over to Casey. But let's do this. Um, go ahead right now, seniors. If you could just get in a nice line. Think about, um, we want to be able to see your pretty faces, but we want them to be able to see your pretty faces too. One last time before we never see you again. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I guess I don't have to move. I can just stand right here. That's fine. Um, 
Well, we are so thankful for you seniors, and it's such an honor to be able to call you down and commission you and pray for you as you head off to where God has called you and prepared for you. So thank you for the ways that you have loved and served those around you, and wanted to just uh, include you all in this. If you have been affected by the life of one of these seniors, stand up. Oh my goodness. Okay, now, if you have, so those of you sitting down, if you have been affected by somebody else standing up, stand up. Wow. Give them a round of applause <laughs> and say thank you. So you can sit down. So this is just a reminder that obviously it's God working through them, but it's their desire to see God working through them, that they have been leading Bible studies, that they have been doing discipleship, that they have been in prayer team and going to retreats and inviting you with them and just being loving you and caring for you because um, of what Christ has done in their life. And so thank you. Thank you all. Um, I guess we would love to pray for you and... Oh. Yeah, I'll do this, and then Casey will pray. Um, we'll, we'll, all, we'll all pray for you. But um, So here's the thing. So um, Paul's final letter, uh, 2 Timothy. Paul at this point, the Apostle Paul at this point, he's just weeks, uh, maybe just days away from dying. Um, he's in prison. He's cold. He's tired. Um, he wants his books. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he, he's cold and he's tired, but he's writing his last letter to his young apprentice, Timothy. And what he does is he, he, he gives Timothy his final words. He charges Timothy to continue on the ministry that he's already been doing. In other words, he says, keep going. And so here's the reality, seniors. Our hope is that when you graduate, and you, you've heard us say this before, that when you graduate, you graduate with more than a degree. But in the next week, when you walk across that platform in the convo, you graduate with the passion and the ability to take the good news of Jesus to the ends of the earth, that you continue the ministry that you've already begun. And I'll tell you, we are grateful for, the, for what you have done, for the way you've invested in this community, the way you've invested in the campus and in students that aren't here, um, your, your witness, uh, the way you've served. Um, but let me warn you, we will be sorely disappointed if someday you look back on these years and you say, those were the best years of my ministry. The hope and the prayer is that the best years of your ministry are still ahead of you, that this has been a place that is a beginning and not an end, a starting line and not a finish. And so with the Apostle Paul, I want to read to you, uh, I want to read to you what he wrote to Timothy. And I just want you to listen for some of the similarities between Paul, between Paul and Timothy's ministry and yours. But this is a charge. It's a solemn charge before God, and it's exactly how Paul begins. He says, In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will one day judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. 
And he goes on and talks about how these will be tough times to do this in. But then he says, but you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all of the duties of your ministry, the things that God has called you to. And so our hope and our prayer for you is that the best years of your ministry are still ahead of you and that you will continue to walk closely with the Lord and make him known. Let us pray. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the lives of these seniors standing here and just the ways they have leaned into you. For I know their ministry and their college years were not always easy, yet they um, walked by faith and trusted you in the power of your spirit. And so we pray that together, um, that as they prepare to head um, to wherever you call them to, um, whether it's maybe back here for a semester or to work um, or overseas to Bratislava, God, we want them to know that you are always with them, that you go with them and that you will fully prepare them and give them strength to do whatever um, you call them to do. And so, God, I pray that this is They see this as the beginning of seeing wonderful ways that you will use them moving forward. Thank you so much for bringing them into our lives. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast.